celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas. The Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program on this Friday, the 13th. Mm. Yes, it is Friday the 13th. We're going to make it a winning, lucky Friday the 13th, aren't we? 5132022, that is your date. We welcome you to the show, coming to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, right here. At our studio station, our home base, Sports Talk, 1400 AM in Las Vegas. As we cover the world on the Internet, at our websites, racedaylasvegas.com, .vegas.world.global. You have your iPhone and your Androids, your little devices there that, yeah, I know, everybody panics when they can't find them. We're just attached to those devices. We, people my, of my generation, still call them cell phones. But you can get your phone app for your device at your phone app store. The phone app is KSHP. That is our radio station. You stick it on your device, and you can hear us now streaming. Not only this show, but all the other shows and the great sports shows we have on Sports Talk 1400 AM. And, of course, wherever you get your podcasting, we're there as well. So, however, wherever, whenever, welcome to the show for this Friday the 13th. All right, we're uh, approaching a one-week margin until the second jewel of the Triple Crown, the 147th running of the Preakness Stakes in Baltimore, Maryland at Pimlico Racecourse. Pimlico started their 12-day Preakness meet yesterday. They will continue, of course, through uh, the Preakness and uh, the following day. And, and of course, uh, we have uh, Pimlico on for today. A lot of, A lot of news breaking. First of all, <clears throat> want to uh, remind you about the weather here in Las Vegas. It's beautiful. Looking out the uh, the studio window here, 57 degrees. It's going to get up to 91 today. And the good news about this is there's no wind. Now, we have had windstorms, I mean gale windstorms at times, gusts, gale gusts, for about the last uh, maybe a month, at least the last three weeks. And it only ha- always happens on... Uh, your day off, you know, our day's off, so uh, we can't really do anything outside except get blown away. But the uh, wind has subsided now. It is beautiful outside. It's been this way for the last couple of days, and it looks it's going to be this way all through the weekend at least, and as far as you can see out to next week. But here's the deal. We're going to be 91 today, and then we're going to get the 97, and then we're going to get to the 100-degree mark. Yeah, by Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, we'll be in the 100s here in Las Vegas with the sun shining sky blue ground dry and no wind no wind huh, man so happy to say that anyhow <clears throat> looking at the weather across the country because as you know no live racing here it's always fast firm and perfect in our race books but looking across the country in the racing jurisdictions for today up and down the Pacific coast for the most part it's clear in the Gulf Coast, eh, just a little little speck at the very tip of Louisiana in the Gulf Coast, otherwise pretty clear. And on the uh, west, uh, on the east coast, the Atlantic, uh, all of the systems have moved offshore. So whatever system they had in the southwest, uh, southeast, in the southeast, uh, have gone by. So we'll wait and see, if, you know, 
about the uh, track conditions maybe at places like uh, Gulfstream Park, but uh, those systems have gone by, and uh, really it's uh, nice in the New York and uh, metropolitan area there. Uh, Belmont Park today is going to be mostly cloudy. They're going to top off at 63 degrees by post time, but the track will be fast, and the turf courses, the widener and the inner, will be firm. And, of course, as far as uh, California is concerned, with Santa Anita uh, cranking up again today. And, of course, in Northern California, Golden Gate looks like uh, great weather there as well. So uh, the weather conditions around the country for the racing today should be pretty good. And uh, that's, uh, that's the deal there. Now, let's get to some news. First, uh, there will be no Triple Crown winner this year even before and after the Preakness Stakes runs, it has been declared, it is definite, there will be no Triple Crown winner because Rich Strike, who pulled off that huge, shocking, jaw-dropping 80-to-1 upset in the Kentucky Derby on Saturday, is not going to go. His connections came with another shocker, They took the Colts out of consideration for the Preakness Stakes, which means, simply put, no Triple Crown winner. Okay? Uh, Now, they said instead of running in the second leg of the Triple Crown on a week from Saturday, May 21st, and an opportunity, a chance for a Triple Crown should he pull off another victory, they're going to skip that to take the Triple Crown off the table and instead wait for the Belmont Stakes, the final leg of the Triple Crown, on June 11th. Now, Rick Dawson, who owns Rich Strike, and Eric Reed, who is the trainer, said they believed running back in two weeks was not in the best interest of their horse. They said they have been giving him five weeks between races or more, and they said that giving him the five weeks between starts was more suitable for the horse and his health. Their decision is uh, almost like it was done 40 years ago with Gato del Sol, who won the Derby and then skipped the Preakness to run in the Belmont. Eventually, Gato del Sol finished second in the Belmont. But his connections decided to bypass the Preakness as well. So, simply put, no Triple Crown, Rich Strike will not run in the Preakness. All right, that's number one. And number two, uh, it seems that uh, another Derby participant was in the first flight at the wire, Zandon who finished third in the Kentucky Derby, is now the latest horse to be ruled out of Saturday's Preakness, according to what uh, the owner said in a newspaper report uh, today. So, following uh, the latest surprise of Rich Strike, who, who uh, is out, Zandon is now out. Okay? So Zandon, according to a newspaper report this morning, will also skip the Preakness Stake, the second jewel of the Triple Crown. So here's the deal. Here's the going and possibilities now, and the maybes for uh, the Preakness Stakes, which I understand will be drawn on Monday, that will be run a week from tomorrow. Going, still going now, is Epicenter. Of course, Winchell Thoroughbreds, and uh, of course they have a Vegas connection with the Winchell's uh, pubs and restaurants here. Confirmed that uh, the Kentucky Derby runner-up is going to enter the Preakness. Secret Oath. The Kentucky Oaks winner, trained by D. Wayne Lucas, confirmed as well that she is going in the Preakness. She finished third in the Arkansas Derby, won the Kentucky Oaks back against the boys in the Preakness. Early voting. Uh, Withers winner, runner-up in the Wood. Uh, and uh, Trained by Chad Brown is going in the Preakness, did not go in the Derby, always was always was pointing to the Preakness, said Brown. So he'll get in there. Early voting is going in the Preakness. Uh, Jose Ortiz is going to ride there. Simplification, who was fourth in the Kentucky Derby, has already arrived at Pimlico. 
He's going. Skippy Long Stockings, third in the Wood Memorial. Going to breeze at Gulfstream and then ship to Pimlico is going. Uno Ojo, who won the Rebel Stakes and, and was forced to miss the Kentucky Derby because of a minor foot injury. Remember that. He had a foot uh, bruise, so he didn't make the Derby. <clears throat> he's going to work out at Churchill Downs, and then he's uh, that's uh, tomorrow morning, and then he's planning on going to the Preakness. Creative Minister, Kenny McPeak, uh, entered him after a strong allowance win at Churchill Downs on Derby Day. This horse won an allowance race on Derby Day. And so he's going. Brian Hernandez Jr. is going to ride. And then the Maybes. The Possibilities. Happy Jack, who was third in the San Felipe and San Anita Derby. 14th in the Kentucky Derby. After having gate trouble, remember he was the one that came out of the gate and slammed it. Doug O'Neill planned to bypass the Preakness, but Happy Jacks is now back in the mix. Shake him loose. Winner four or five before finishing third in the Federico Tessio, which is a Preakness prep at uh, in Maryland. Uh, might go instead of the James W. Murphy on the turf that day, so he may go on that race now. Rattle and roll. A Maryland uh, racing official said uh, the office was notified that McPeak did not plan to ship rattle and roll to Pimlico. Did not plan to ship him, barring any unforeseen chances. So we'll wait and see about that. And, of course, not going again is Rich Strike. The Triple Crown is out. Rich Strike, the Derby winner, is going to bypass it. Zandon is uh, bypassing the Preakness. And the Belmont, as a matter of fact. Trainer Chad Brown said Zandon's going to miss both of them. He's going to target the Travers this uh, summer at Saratoga. Ethereal Road, who was scratched out late in the Kentucky Derby, giving Rich Rich, uh, Strike a chance to run in and eventually shock and win the Kentucky Derby. He's bypassing the Preakness as well. He's going to go in the Sir Barton on the undercard that day. And Smile Happy, reported earlier uh, by Kenny McSeek, said he's getting a little bit of a workup, and the trainer is going to back off on him a bit. He was 12th in the Kentucky Derby, so he's not going. So that's the latest. It looks like Epicenter is like uh, the center of attention right now. He and Secret Oath, and, of course, uh, early voting and simplification look like they're going to head up the Preakness field. So there it is, the latest on the Preakness. One more piece of news to get to. This came, I started reading a text and a tweet yesterday. Couldn't believe it. Here it is. Trainer Richard Baltus. He operates one of the leading stables in Southern California now. Faces what they say an unsure, un- uncertain short-term future after a horse in his care was euthanized after suffering an injury last weekend at Santa Anita, and another horse was late scratch after being administered a substance not allowed within 24 hours of a race, according to people familiar with the matter. This is by uh, this information coming through the Daily Racing Forum. The racing, racing forum said Baltus did not return any phone calls or text messages on Thursday. But for right now, <clears throat> uh, he does not have any horses entered at San Anita for Saturday or Sunday. He has one runner entered today. That is Candy for Caramel in the eighth race. And uh, as of Thursday, the horse has not officially been withdrawn, but he might be expected to scratch today. So Baltus is now sitting on the sidelines until they investigate that. And he has not been accepted entries at any of the racetracks that are owned by the Stronach Group. Something like the... uh, the denial of uh, Jerry Hollendorfer a couple of years ago. So we'll wait and see what happens with uh, Richard Baltus. We'll get the latest, I'm sure, I'm sure from uh, John Lindo a little bit later on in the show. So that's your latest news. How about that? Uh, it, it is Friday the 13th for a couple of out there, right? Baltus, Rich Strike, and Zandon. 
their news wasn't the greatest here for Friday the 13th. But we're going to turn it around now because we got our handicappers. Jonathan Hardoon, Tommy Masses out at Woodbine, Rich Eng, John Leto, and Jerry J. We're going to get it turned around for this Friday the 13th. So don't go away. We'll be right back. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from drf.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the race day las vegas show all righty all righty yes uh, in case you're wondering i am nursing a little bit of a summer cold but uh, i'll get through it no problem Anyhow, uh, that's the latest news. More uh, late news. So Jonathan Ardoon's got a little bit uh, of a late news item to break as well. So just before we get into the uh, menu of racetracks available today, I uh, want to remind you that uh, yesterday at Belmont Park, highest-priced winner of the day was 1560. Happened in the first race in a two-year-old maiden race, beating an odds-on favorite. Back, in fact, two horses were odds-on there. 1560, and that was the highest price of the day. Manuel Franco won three races consecutively, the second, uh, third, and fourth, and then capped it off with four wins on the day by winning the eighth race there with a prohibitive favorite. Jerry J. had a reverse play that hit yesterday at Dead Belmont, so I want to thank him for that. And um, Woodbine, man, I'll tell you what, the early pick five paid $4,613.65 at uh, Woodbine yesterday. Uh, Eric, uh, clocker Eric Perini's... Uh, Finished second in the eighth race. Got beat by a $56 horse. <laughs> wow. Wow. And an opening day at Pimlico, you had one horse that paid over 10 bucks. 1860 was the fifth race winner. Everything else, believe it or not, everything else paid under $9 on the eight-race card at Pimlico. And in case you're charting what happens at Churchill Downs after the Derby, how about Tyler Gaffleone winning three races yesterday at Churchill and uh, that's uh, just about uh, the recap of what happened yesterday around the country. Okay, time to go to the menu of racetracks available today in the race bat, race book, simulcast centers, and racetracks around the country. <clears throat> what? <clears throat> yes, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get through it. Don't worry, folks. I uh, want to remind everybody out there that, uh, wow, uh, that uh, the first post times we broadcast on the show each and every day reflect that at the Pacific Time Zone. So if you're here in Las Vegas, yeah, these will be the first post times to roll out in our race books. If you're listening anywhere else, websites, phone apps, podcasting, however, wherever, whenever, first post times are Pacific. If you're not in the Pacific time zone, adjust to it. We don't want you to miss anything like we're trying this mom and dad, okay? Here then is the menu of racetracks available for you today. We begin at Pimlico Racecourse, home of the middle jewel of the Triple Crown, the Preakness Stakes, although no Triple Crown this year, right? So, what are you going to do? No Triple. 
Yeah. First post time today at Pimlico, 940. 940 at Pimlico today. You got uh, eight races there. All right, first post time at Pimlico with a pick six jackpot carryover of $1,794. First post time, eight races, 940 today at uh, Pimlico. Next comes Churchill Downs. Churchill Downs has nine races. They're back to a daytime first post time, actually early in the morning here in Las Vegas. Churchill Downs, first post for their nine races, 9.45. 9.45 today at Churchill Downs. Their pick six jackpot carryover. A small one stands at $3,330. First post time, Churchill, nine races, 9.45. Then you got Belmont Park. Now Belmont Park today, mostly cloudy, track fast, turf courses are firm and uh, no carryover in the pick six. So they got a first post time at Belmont today at 10 a.m. 10 a.m. is the first post at Belmont. Gulfstream Park. First post time at Gulfstream for nine races, 10.05. You know the deal there. They've got their pick six jackpot carryover. The cash in the pot is $159,120. However, if you're the only single ticket winner today, they'll, they'll give you more. First post time. For nine races today at Gulfstream, 10.05. 10.05 today at Gulfstream. Hawthorne, by the way, in case you're interested, Gulfstream Park had a pick five for 50 cents yesterday. How about $71,916 to pay off there, huh? <laughs> yeah. All right, Hawthorne is next. Hawthorne, uh, their first post time for eight races is set at 12.50. 12.50 at Hawthorne. And uh, they have a pick six jackpot carryover, a small one. 1,000, uh, make that $968, not even 1,000, $968 in the pick six jackpot today at Hawthorne. And their first post time at Hawthorne today for their eight races, 12.50. Then we get to Santa Anita. Santa Anita back on the docket today. Eight races at Santa Anita and the first post time at one o'clock this afternoon. Pick six jackpot carryover at Santa Anita, $244,931. Eight races, first post time, one o'clock today at Santa Anita. Golden Gate is next. Golden Gate has eight races. Their first post time is at uh, 1.15. Their pick six jackpot carryover, $12,926. First post time, Golden Gate, 1.15. Woodbine is next. They got a late post today. Woodbine's first post time is 1.50 Pacific time. 1.50. Pacific time is the first post at Woodbine for their eight races. Their super high five jackpot carryover, 98208 bucks. Yep, that's their super high five carryover at Woodbine today. And a first post time for eight races set at 150. Penn National is next. Penn National's first post time for their eight race card is at uh, 3 p.m. 3 p.m. at Penn National. All right. Then uh, we can uh, move ahead with Evangeline Downs. Evangeline Downs has nine races. First post time, 3.30. Prairie Meadows back on the menu. Yeah, Prairie Meadows has eight races today. Their seventh race will be a stakes race for three-year-old fillies. 4 p.m. first post time at Prairie Meadows today. And then Charlestown is next. Charlestown has a first post time for their eight races set at 4 p.m. 4 p.m. at Charlestown. Their carryover in their uh, pick six jackpot, one hundred sixty-eight thousand eight hundred fifty-two bucks. First post time, Charlestown, four p.m. And then we wrap it up at Lone Star Park today. Lone Star Park, their first post time for their eight races set at four thirty-five. Four thirty-five at Lone Star Park today. Their pick six jackpot carryover, two thousand seven hundred ninety-five dollars. First post time, Lone Star again, four thirty-five. And that's your menu of racetracks available today. All right. Okay, now let me go to uh, Jonathan Hardoon. Jonathan, you've got uh, some late news uh, that we didn't break at the uh, top of the show, so uh, we'll start out with your late-breaking stuff. Well, it's not that big a deal, but uh, trainer Peter Miller is returning to training Pum Delmar, so so much for his retirement. Uh, I guess he had enough time on the sidelines to realize he misses the game he loves. So he'll be back training come Delmar. You know, and he, and he always points towards you. You know, you knew that when he, when he took that little sabbatical, first of all, it was like a, it wasn't really a retirement as much as he said he needed time off. 
But you knew that that dangling carrot where the turf meets the surf was going to be too much for him because he loves, he loves Del Mar, and his base is uh, right there uh, down at Del Mar in the training center there. So, uh, you know, the uh, y- you got to think that if there was anything that was going to push him back to training, it would be the Del Mar meet. So I'm, we're glad to see that, though. Yeah, and he was involved in a, a couple of the sales also. He showed up there and they bought some horses. So he wasn't totally out of the game, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see. I guess he'll get all his owners back. And uh, Alvarado, who took over for him, will probably you know go back to being his number one assistant. Uh, now, uh, Baffert's got what, – what has he got? A th- is his three-month, 90-day uh, uh, suspension? 90 days. So he'll be yeah, ninety days. So he'll be back in business at Del Mar too, then. Yeah, it'll be a business as usual. Come Del Mar. Then. Well, we'll wait and see, we'll wait and see if Mister Baltus makes the grade, though, right? Yeah, you know, uh, apparently he's got some headaches now. Uh, hopefully, it works out for him. Uh, unfortunately, that horse passed away, and then he had another problem. Uh, but for them to say, you know, do not enter horses, yeah. that's not a good sign for him, that's for sure. So we can't afford to lose any more horses, uh, Ralph, uh, on the West Coast, you know. And uh, I guess if he's suspended from uh, Santa Anita, he'll be suspended everywhere. So those horses will obviously have to be transferred to another trainer. Yeah, yeah, it, it is getting, uh, you know, you, you sit there and say to yourself, okay, uh, you want to investigate? That's fine, but in America, you're you're innocent until proven guilty. And right now, what they're doing is they're taking, and it's a private private property, so it's not like uh, you can sit there and say he's violating some. Uh, no, some, they some reserve rights. the right to serve. Right, we reserve the right to serve who they want. You know, look what they did to Hollendorfer, and and that's a shame. Hollendorfer kept Northern California racing alive for years. And uh, they just went and threw him out, and I guess he's got a court case. Uh, I guess it's coming up soon, and it's probably uh, postponed a few times, but they were supposed to go to court, and yeah. uh, nothing yet. Yeah. But they just threw him right out of the game, and, uh, you know, certain guys deserve certain respect. He's been in the game for a million years, and again, he kept Northern California racing alive. Without him, they, they would have had to close the doors, and, uh, you know, he got treated kind of shabbily. Well, whatever what? word you want to use. Yeah, that was a good that was a good word for you to use on on the air. That's for sure. Right. That's for sure. When you started with the yes, I was thinking to myself, oh no, <laughs> shabbily, shabbily is the right word. Yes. Um, uh, and you know, uh, did you did you happen to listen to the menu? I did listen to the menu. All right. Did you notice that? Well, Belmont Park has nine races today, but most of the racetracks that used to have nine races. And run Wednesday through uh, Sunday, you know, five days a week with nine races, are now abbreviated in maybe four days and maybe even three days a week. And they're running eight races uh, at these tracks. I, the very few tracks have uh, more than eight races today. And, you know, they talk I know, about. And it's a scary thing. They talk it's about. It's scary. Sus- you don't want this. Right. right. They talk about suspending these uh, trainers and all that. And, and you're weeding down the stock, and, and next thing you know, uh, we'll have, uh, you know, a five-race day. Get your pick five in now. And the problem is the fields keep getting shorter, yeah. you know, and that's that's the worst thing that could happen to the game. People want to play full fields. They want to play uh, – they want opportunities to make money. You can't have $50 pick fives yeah. and $30 pick fives. You're going you're gonna to totally destroy the game. Well, I so, know one thing for know. sure. When they get to Del Mar and they get to Saratoga, they want to run, that's for sure, and especially at Saratoga. And at Belmont Park, after the winter there with the limited uh, turf racing at Aqueduct, at least uh, the turf race races are filling up. you got overflow uh, fields for the fourth and ninth races today, both races at six furlongs, one on the inner, one on the widener. So what are we doing today? We're going to look at the uh, fifth race today for the first of our two radio plays at six and a half furlongs on the main track. And by the way, people that are handicapping Belmont yesterday, inside was not the place to be. The rail was actually dead. Uh, Horses were circling. So I'm not saying it's going to be like that today, but you should certainly keep it in mind. Anyway, I like the number two horse in here who happens to be drawn inside, Mm -hmm. Phil Affilata. However, this horse has no early speed and uh, 
Ridership today, Joel Rosario, 8-1 to one on the morning line. The last three races were all run on sloppy tracks, Ralph. You go back to her two fast track races as a two-year-old, and either one of those win the race. So you're going to get uh, some price here because the last three races don't look good. Again, they were all on sloppy tracks. Fast uh-huh. track today, Ryder switched to Rosario, 8-1 to one on the morning line. Number two, Afalada wins today's fifth race out of Belmont Park. All right, your anchor uh, play, the anchor race in the early pick five and early pick four has number two, Afalada. At 8-1, to one, Jonathan Hardoon's play on the show, the two in the fifth race. Jonathan, i got to tell you, uh, you know, I always depend on you and, and Lindo and those guys to tell me if, if you have noticed any track biases. But even I noticed that yesterday. But the guy who really noticed oh. it... <laughs> The guy who really noticed it and went to school on it was Mario Franco because he uh, was on the rail with an odds-on favorite in the third race, sucked back, went to the outside, re-rally, and won. And then in the fourth race, he was also on the inside with a horse that was the favorite, sucked back, took to the outside at the top of the stretch, and re-rallied. Two times he had horses on the inside battling for the lead early from the inside, took him back, and went to the middle of the track uh, for the stretch run and won them both. And obviously, he figured out the track. He had four wins yesterday. But, man, I'll tell you what, you are absolutely right. The inside was dead yesterday at Belmont. And, by the way, the horse that you gave out, and, by the way, Jerry gave out the same horse in the ninth race yesterday at Belmont, paved my way. Something must have happened this horse. He was in the perfect striking spot, and then he just disappeared like the jockey pulled him up. Yeah, he faded uh, yeah. badly late, maybe bled or something. Yeah. He had no Lasix that day, and I guarantee you next time out you'll see him with Lasix. Yeah, he, heart, uh, something, something happened to him. He just he just wasn't beaten on the square. Something did happen that horse turning for home because he was on the dance floor getting ready to, to make a run. All right, uh, your next play. Santa Anita, race number six. It's a maiden special weight event, and I love the number two horse in here, Dutch Bus. Uh, this is a four-year-old gelding who was uh, actually won last time out and got taken down on a very ticky-tacky uh, foul, in my opinion. The source should have never come down that day. Mm-hmm. Emily Ellingwood aboard to ride. He's listed at 5-1 to one on the morning line. He's going to win two in a row, even though he didn't get credit last time out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's going to win today's sixth race. Number two, Dutch Bus. In today's sixth race out at San Anita. All right, the busts bust bust through the maiden ranks with a win today in the sixth race. The two horses your play at San Anita, sixth race the two. Belmont, fifth race the two. A couple of pair of twos are gonna get it done for Jonathan Ardoon. You got sheets available today for Belmont, San Anita, Gulfstream, and Churchill, right? Correct, and tomorrow I will be texting you the plays, so uh, pay attention. Last Sunday we had two winners on those texts. You sure did. You sure did. We made mention of that yesterday, that's for sure. Thanks a lot, Jonathan, and uh, if you get any late-breaking news in your part of the country, let us know. Okay, Ralph, stay safe and be well. Thank you. All right, you got it, my man. Now we're going to go to Tommy Massa standing by Woodbine. Tommy, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How you doing, man? Everything, uh, how's the weather up there? Good? Yeah, it's actually back to my normal. I was in the sun all day, 75 yesterday. Uh, Looks like another beautiful day. I, I am very happy. All right, my man. Well, uh, what's uh, what's happening today? you got a 1.50 post time now, uh, which is a little later than usual, right? Yeah, it's uh, to bridge the, the harness racing. We, we get TV time on our uh, our version of ESPN here. So it works out great that we get to put both of our products on TV tonight and they overlap each other. Well, you got a full field of 10 going in the uh, Jacques uh, Cartier, uh, of course, uh, on uh, uh, tomorrow. and uh, Or is that uh, Sunday? Cartier is tomorrow? Tomorrow. Okay. And uh, a full field there, and it looks uh, pretty competitive. Uh, the morning line favors the outside horse, Super Stonehedge, uh, uh, down offspring. Yeah, he's a horse that beat Pink Lloyd last year in the race. Yeah. And it is, you know, there's interesting horses in here, and I'm really interested to see who's going to, you know, who's going to take over. You know, Silent Poet's been one of our champion, uh, you know, sprinters in the past. He's a grade one winner. Uh, you know, he, he looked to have come back last time you know mm-hmm. so he, he might have these at, at his mercy but there's some younger horses horses that you know 
like a, I think it's special re- secret reserve. Mike Matini's horse looked like it had a lot of talent last year. Uh-huh. You know, striker for sure. You know, can he move up to this level? It, it's a real interesting race, and it's going to lay the groundwork for the the sprinters for the rest of the year. See who's who's who. Right. And uh, all of your uh, trainers that everybody knows, uh, that uh, key trainers at your place, like uh, Roger Atfield and and uh, Josie Carroll, you were talking about Stryker, and of course Mark Cassie. He's got what three horses in the race, and your your top trainer there, Kevin Atard, has got a couple in the race. So it's going to be an interesting race, that's for sure. But we got to start uh, padding that bankroll today. Oh, geez. Uh, well, we better go to Ernie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, whatever. Friday, uh, the, the, tonight, uh, first one for Ernie's race five, number four, Super Pronto. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, you know, I'm just going through Ernie's comments quickly. He kind of really likes this horse. He thinks he's in the right spot. So that, that's like an A play for Ernie. And then the second one is race eight, number nine, High Heat. And he's actually out, out working a, an older, real nice horse called Dotted Line. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ernie says it's a good field, so the price should be right. So I guess uh, the first one in race five is his top play, and then race eight is his secondary play. Now, in that eighth race, Eswan Flores, we remember him. He he was uh, riding in California before he went to Woodbine, and, and he's doing very well up there, isn't he? Yeah, he's probably the, the surprise of the year so far. Yeah. Well, I could say, say this, uh, my man, uh, that uh, one of the most impressive races I saw yesterday at Woodbine was the fourth race. Now, you had a prohibitive two-to-five favorite in there appointed. Uh, but Anita Greco, uh, I tell you what, this horse, Anita Greco, uh, or Anita Grigio, I guess is how you say it, Anita Grigio, uh, battled this two-to-five favorite, and I'm telling you, had a gutty win. This two-to-five favorite couldn't get by him with a 26 and $30 win. And uh, poor Ernie was uh, beaten by a big $56 long shot in the last race with his play that uh, finished second. So some good stuff going on there at Woodbine. Yeah, that ride on Anita Grigio was great. You know, he really, uh, yeah. you know, instead of letting the favorite lone speed go, he yeah. hooked them, and it was the deciding factor for sure. All right, uh, we're pushing time, so we got to get Tommy's place, and then we'll let you go. Okay, race number four. Uh, I'm going to take a shot with number six, Chairman Bob, Kevin Attard. Looks like a race full of speed. Chairman Bob win win first time out last year with a with a like a miraculous late run. So hopefully he can come back and do the same thing. Number six, Chairman Bob in race number four. They're coming to get you there, Tommy. Yeah, I live on a busy street. <laughs> All right, is it's, that it's, it, it's, there's a, there's a special yeah. at the coffee shop that ends at eleven. So. Oh, All right, so they got to get there, right? In the fourth race, the six horses you're playing. Anything else? Yes, race six. Uh, I'm going to take a shot on number two, the only solution. Doesn't look like there's any other speed in the race. You know, he's shown races in the past where he's wired up. So number two, race six, the only solution. All right. We're going to hope that the two can clear at 20 to one in the sixth race. The two is your place. So your place, fourth race, six, sixth race, two. Ernie's place, fifth race, four, eighth race, nine, post time, 150. Pacific time. Thanks a lot, uh, Tommy. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Yeah, and one of the Mohawks got a big hi-fi carryover, over a quarter of a million. Ooh, that's good. All right. Thanks a lot, Tommy. All right, we'll be back with your Twin Q and Rich Ang. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Now here's the station's Twin Q report. Play the Twin Q today at any Station's Casino's race book near you. All right, uh, Twin Q today. Station Casinos putting up $5,000 in their Twin Q today. You can play this only at the Station Casinos. And here's your Station Casinos Friday. The 13th Twin Q comes at one track. It's Santa Anita. 
Couple of races at San Anita, your Twin Q puzzle today. The first half of the Twin Q sixth race, a maiden race for three-year-olds and up at six furlongs. Nine are scheduled to go there, and Jonathan just gave us a horse in that race. Yeah, he did. So the sixth race, nine goes, six furlongs, maidens, three-year-olds and up. And it is a wide-open event, really. I mean, the morning line favorites seven to two. And then you go to the eighth and final race today at Santa Anita, the second half of the Twin Q puzzle, Maiden Claimer, three-year-olds and up, going a mile and one-eighth on the turf course to wrap it up for the day at Santa Anita. Nine are entered in that one, and the morning line favorite is at five to two. So you got the sixth, six furlongs on the main, the eighth, a mile and one-eighth on the turf, Maidens and Maiden Claimers. That's your Twin Q puzzle at Station Casinos today for $5,000 post time right around, oh, I guess, 345 something like that. Uh, Rich Ang, good morning. Hey, good morning, Ralphie. Well, a lot of, no Triple Crown winner this year, that's for sure. No, no Triple Crown winner. And, you know, I, I, I must admit I was a little surprised, but uh, the, the realism is the fact that uh, people like us, we are armchair quarterbacks. Yeah. We have opinions, but, you know, those people own the horse. They know the horse. And uh, they're doing what they consider the best thing for the horse, so that, that's fine by me. That's now, no problem. Now, of course, uh, we remember another horse that was going for the Triple Crown, but passed that up by coming back to to Garden State Park to get a $2 million bonus in the Jersey Derby. So there's uh, other reasons for people not participating, but the Triple Crown used to be the crown jewel of all, all the – that is was the biggest prize ever in horse racing. doesn't seem to be uh, as lucrative as it once was. Well, I do remember back, uh, I forget how many decades ago it was, remember there was a, a bonus, participation bonus mm-hmm. for running in all three legs? A million dollars. And uh, Yeah, and I, I remember uh, they eventually got rid of that because I guess there was some horse that ran in the Belmont just to get the bonus, but quite frankly, should not have been there. Yeah, Chris McCarron, and, uh, Chris McCarron rode the horse, and uh, for the I, my memory uh, escapes me, but I remember McCarron rode the horse, and, and the horse, yeah, after that they said no. Uh, because people are going to run horses, uh, run a horse in the race just to make it around the racetrack and collect the million dollars, and that was not fair and wasn't good for racing. This, however, is good for racing as well because they're putting the health and the well-being of their horse that they know more than any of us before any of the uh, the, the lucrative carrots that are dangling out there. So that that's good news, that's for sure. You know, and it's really important for the story of this horse, Rich Strike, Mm-hmm. To actually run well the rest of the year because yeah. if he if he's just a one hit wonder, that kind of takes some of the luster, yeah, the carnage off the story. He fade, but I hope he runs well the rest of the year. Yeah, he fades into the woodwork if uh, that happens. All right, well, we're pushing time, so it's time to get a pick from you. Your sheet for Santa Anita today, your Santa Anita handicapping sheet available right now at the RacedayLasVegas.com website. What are you doing there, Rich? Well, uh, my ROI, Ralph, mm-hmm. starting today is uh, 85 cents. All but right. I tell you what, if you bet my horses to place, it's going to be a lot higher. <laughs> if you were doing the Jerry Jackowitz reverse, uh, they, they did very well as well. <laughs> Let's go to the fourth race, Ralph. And uh, this horse, I think John Lindell might have given out last time. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it's the number three synth- synthesis. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. And um, five to two in the morning line, Tyler Bay's riding for Tim Yachtin. This horse won very nicely last time. At eight to one, I'll still take this horse right back at the five to two. So let's go twenty-five win plays, two for the ROI. Number four, synthesis to repeat in race four at Santa Anita. All right, it's the fourth race, but it is number three. In the fourth race, number three, synthesis. That's the the play synthesis. The three horse in the fourth race, Rich Hanks, play twenty-five win plays, fifty dollars set. We'll give him the two dollar ROI, two to win on the three in the fourth. Get the rest right now at the RacedayLasVegas.com website. Thanks a lot, Rich. Hey, thanks, Ralph. Good luck, everybody. John and Jerry, wrap it up. Don't go away. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. 
Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All right, back on Race Day Las Vegas. We're going to go right now to uh, John Lindo standing by. His thoughts on the uh, ruling for Richard Baltus. John, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. Yeah, here's here's what I know anyways. Uh, uh, last Saturday, SpeedCuber affiliate has uh, suffered a, a catastrophic injury in a turf race. That was on Saturday. We also drew entries last Saturday for today where he has in the last race, uh, Baltus has candy for Carmel. But uh, uh, apparently Sunday they scratched one of his horses named No Reflection. The stewards did. Uh, because uh, and, and what they're investigating is whether or not Baltus gave this horse medication within 24 hours of race day, which is a no-no in California. So that's what the investigation's about. I know yesterday he tried to work some horses in the morning, yeah. and the racing board said, nope, or the track said, no, you're, we're not allowing you to work for workout times. Wow. So he's not allowed to work, he's not allowed to enter, and he's not allowed to race. And he's got a lot of horses out here. Uh, he's got three horses running this weekend at Churchill Downs. This is a house rule on Santa Anita, so he can run those horses at Churchill Downs. Unless they yeah. want to honor it. Well, yeah, but like I said, this is a house rule. Mm-hmm. And just because Baffert can't race at Churchill Downs doesn't mean he couldn't race at Santa Anita before all the other stuff right. went down. So uh, we'll see what happens there. But this is a developing situation, and, and we'll keep you informed of what we find out. And, of course, uh, no Triple Crown winner today with the Derby winner passing the Preakness. No, no, and that's their prerogative, yeah. and that's fine. Uh, yeah. You know, they're, they're trying to do what's right for their horse, what they think is right, and I have no problem with that. All right, I want to quickly get to the uh, jockey trainer standings and uh, suspensions. Uh, Edwin Maldonado is serving his second of three days, and I guess uh, Cotarolo's got a four-day suspension, right? Right, yeah, I was looking for Maldonado's name, couldn't find it, and mm. it turns out he got a three-day suspension up at Golden Gate. Today's the second of the three days, uh-huh. and Ryan Curaturo starts a four-day suspension today, so you won't see his name. Right. As far as the leading jockeys and trainers, Juan Hernandez has caught Flavian Pratt. They each have uh, 72 wins. Mm-hmm. Tyler Bays is in third with 35, and Abel Cedillo now in the top four. He's got 34 winners. Uh-huh. As far as the uh, trainers go, uh, Phil D'Amato's opened up a lead. He's got 40 wins, then Doug O'Neill with 33. Then you have John Sadler and Bob Baffert with 27 each. Well, they may be the only four trainers left after all this stuff's done. Uh, Herrera, he lost his bug, and he's uh, he's got a little uh, a losing streak going? Yeah, you know, it's uh, the adjustment period. He, he lost his bug uh, April the 24th, and he's zero for his last 19. So uh-huh. he's looking to get going as, as a journeyman. Should I ask about the favorites? Oh, it dipped all the way to 42%, <laughs> Ralph. Oh, and yeah. Dip. That's a, it's it's as bad as the inflation rate in the uh, in the country right now. Hey, the Linda Report through Sunday, 162 winners out of 513 top picks on the Linda Report for Santa Anita. That's a win percentage of 31.5 percent. Mutuals of over $900. So you're you're seeing the ball well there at Santa Anita. John Lindo's Linda Report available for today at Santa Anita right now exclusively at the South Point. John, what are you doing? Okay, uh, the race day radio RI, I haven't given that. We're at point ninety seven going into this week. So okay. let's go to the first race today at Santa Anita. Right. In the first race, number two, Dominant Soul, comes out a productive race. Uh, three next out winners already out of Ooh. that race. Thought the horse improved last time with Lasix back on. Looks like the controlling speed dropping into a restricted claimer for the first time. Let's try and go wire to wire. Race number one, horse number two, Dominant Soul, four to one on the program. That's first race at Santa Anita. First race, 1 o'clock today. It begins the early pick five. Number two uh, is uh, John Lindo's play. The two-horse commanded dominant uh, soul. The two-dominant soul in the first race. John's pick. The rest you can get right now. The Lindo Report exclusively here in Las Vegas, free of charge at the South Point. And, John, you and I were texting yesterday watching the races at Belmont. I think Ray Charles could have saw that the rail was dead yesterday. Well, if you can identify it early, there's money to be made. So that's yeah. why I sent you the text. Yeah, and uh, Manuel Frankel, you know he, he figured it out. Yeah, he did. Four winners yesterday, yeah. and we'll see if that track plays the same today. All right, you got it. Thanks a lot, John. Talk to you tomorrow. Keep us informed right, on what's going today. on there. Okay, you got it. All right, now we're going to go to Jerry Jackowitz standing by. Jerry inside was dead yesterday at Belmont. Yeah, sometimes that's the way it is. So uh, Even you know, I recognize 
even I recognize right. you know even I recognize that a blind man and Ralph could see it okay <laughs> yes yes that's exactly right <laughs> but um, you know it, it, there was a time in fact when I first came to horse racing where the, the rail at Belmont was dead every single day you know, oh. they eventually after years had to reconstruct it mm-hmm. um, that's not going to be the case now it's just going to be a one-off and then t- they'll be today they'll be tomorrow and at some point it'll and it could be today at the first race. It could be inside speed favoring. You just have to adjust as on the fly. All right. And that's well, the way uh, the game is. You had a reverse so, play for us yesterday, so let's uh, yeah. let's do something today. I thought I thought Dylan Davis, and I'm not blaming the jockey. Uh-huh. I, I I thought that they were too aggressive too early, and it's probably just the horse. Uh, I thought the horse needed to sit a little bit, but that's that. Right. We got the we got the reverse. We got out of the play. Probably broke even. Okay. Let's go to uh, Belmont's sixth race today. We have Enid. This was the shipping in for Michael Maker. Gets a pretty good jockey switch from Corrales. is probably a fine jockey to one of the probably five best jockeys in the world, Luis Saez. Mm-hmm. Boy, is the jockey colony good at Belmont right now with Saez, with uh, Rosario, and with uh, Pratt. I mean, that is yeah, really huh? Yeah. Anyway, um, I, I love the move coming off the synthetics, going to the turf for the first time for the turf master, Michael Maker. Six to one is all about, you know, seven to two or better is right here. I'll take the five, make a win place bet here, and then play the five with the two, three, six, and eight, do reverses, press up five, three, three, five. All right, sixth race, the five is the key. A link-up's two, three, six, and eight, and reverse, $2 ROI, two to win on the five in the sixth at Belmont, now Santa Anita. Okay, we're going to go to the fourth race at Santa Anita. Mm-hmm. And uh, synthesis from Tim Yachting comes off a little layoff. Tim's pretty good at this move. Uh-huh. Uh, and probably having something to do with his training with uh, Baffert. But uh, uh, this horse is faster than these and likes the distance. I think this horse has more more ability to get seven furlongs than the rest of them. I like the three in okay. race number four. Uh-huh. Make a win place bet here. Bet the three with the one, four, five, and seven. Do reverses and press up three with the four, seven. All right. Now, of course, uh, you uh, and Rich Ang landed on the same horse there in the fourth race, the three, uh-huh. over one, four, uh, six, five. and seven. Four five seven. I'm sorry. One three over one four five seven and reverse two dollar ROI two to win on the uh, three in the fourth race and another bang on which one? Three with the four seven. All right. Now I want to remind everybody also that uh, you and Rich landed on the same horse. So I didn't get a Sirocco play out of you, but I got a good housekeeping seal of approval play out of you guys. That's for sure. In the fourth race, the three is the key. With one four five seven and reverse two dollar ROI two to win on the four. And I want to remind everybody out there, you can get uh, Jerry J's Power Pages right now at the Station Casinos. Their Twin Q features the 6th and 8th races today at San Nina. So make sure you pick up the Power Pages for that. Go ahead and say it, Jerry. Have a great race day, everybody.